The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. When people are sitting around at home, one of the things they're probably looking at is their interior design and maybe how to brighten up some of the rooms that they're spending more and more time in. And on the line to tell us about what they can do and things to consider, we've got real estate stylist Sarah James. Good morning. Thanks for being back on the program. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So uh, in your experience as a real estate stylist, what have been some of the biggest fails, the things that people get wrong that you'd like to see avoided? Oh, look, I think when it comes time to to selling a home, it's about stripping it back and making it as less personable as possible. So getting rid of personal belongings and you're really giving your home a generic look. But living in a home um, and loving where you live is a completely different story. So, you know, adding personality to your space actually makes you um, happier at home. So that's just the difference between taking your home to market and I guess, you know, living in your home and, and loving it. That said, do you look around and you think there's some real estate uh, interior design trends or even just design trends of people that live in their home that have popped up recently that you think that should be cancelled and never done again? <laughs> Look, I think the feature walls, um, the painted feature walls are definitely done and dusted. Mm. So bright colours and, um, you know, particularly loud tones like, you know, bright red and bright orange, for example, are definitely... Um, they're, they're over. Um, so, you know, we're seeing so much white and bright, um, in, you know, trending in interiors at the moment. You know, that, that even includes furniture. Everyone's living very, very light at the moment. And you're saying, are you, that even wall decals are a big no no? Yes, wall decals are definitely over. Um, I'm definitely one for a, a lovely quote, but, uh, you know, the um, be inspired, believe kind of um, slogans on the wall are definitely well and truly finished. Yeah, I think I probably agree. Even just having the slogans and sort of generic things around the house, I don't know. Do they really add a lot having little posters that say, I don't know, eat, pray, love, or you know, keep on moving, or happiness is where the heart is, all those sort of cliches? Well, I think as, as mental health becomes more and more important to people um, and we're be, being more educated on, on how to look after ourselves, I think the quotes belong somewhere else, not necessarily on the lounge room wall. What about like canvas prints, if you've got like a nice photo of the MCG or something, because I know they sell those <laughs> at Ikea, are they good or no, they're banned as well? No, I think they're, they're wonderful. We use a lot of um, canvas prints in our styling because they don't reflect a lot of light. So they really do become a feature in a room. Whether they're from Ikea, whether they're, they are of the MCG, I know my partner would absolutely love a canvas of the MCG in our lounge room. <laughs> um, <laughs> that will not be allowed. Um, but, you know, in, in, in the right space, for sure, canvas prints are still very, very happening. Um, I see here that you've come across fluffy toilet seat covers. Do people really still do that? They do, yes. Um, and then the matching toilet roll holder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is still a thing, 100%, yes. Um, we're also, you know, we still see a lot of inflatable furniture around the place as well. Um, and believe it or not, you know, carpeted kitchens, I do still come across those Ooh. every now and then as well. I guess it would be very hard to keep the carpet clean. 
I, I can't even understand. I cannot understand how to keep that would be kept clean. That's can, a full-time job for me. Can you explain what is a spitball ceiling? Um, think back to uh, the 70s mm. um, and probably uh, in, in like a townhouse or a double story where you've got a concrete pad above um, and it's those little crinkled concrete features on the top. We saw a lot of them in, in around, you know, um, high schools and things that were built in the 70s. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about, yes. They look like spitballs. <laughs> and people do it on the walls as well. I mean, surely not new places, but a lot of older places have that very textured thing on the walls as well. Is that a, a yes. no-no? I think we're seeing a little bit, a lot more render um, and, a, you know, the concrete look, but not necessarily those spitball clusters. Um, I think they've de- they're definitely well and truly seen their, their day and hopefully never make a comeback. The other interior design thing that comes up a lot, particularly now because we were just talking about how people are spending so much more time on the couch because of the lockdowns that we're currently sure. going through. Um, couches are very, very important. Uh, if people want to go out and buy a new couch, do you have any tips? And I suppose one of the big questions is, is it better to go with something leather or something fabric? Well, I think people get caught when they go shopping and they see all these wonderful things that look really, really good in the store and then they get them home and they think, oh my gosh, what have I bought? Um, Now, uh, sofas are so expensive. They are a real investment. So, um, you know, leather and fabric is is a, a number one question. The best part about leather is that you can spray and wipe it every day of the week, mm. uh, whereas fabric is, is soft and, and opulent, but it depends on your living style. You know, if you've got children, if you've got, um, you know, um, pets, etc. how hard is it to keep those things clean and how much are you spending on the sofa to warrant, you know, a good quality leather that will stand the test of time or maybe a cheaper sofa that might be fabric, but, you know, you can move it on. Um, after a few years because you haven't paid uh, as much for it. And if you're getting a sofa now and you're thinking about colours, I'm imagining if you're making an investment, you're wanting the sofa to last for 10 plus years, you've perhaps got to think about what's in style now, but perhaps also what's going to be in style in the next decade. Yes, so so neutral colours are obviously the way to go. So um, we're seeing a lot of really trendy dark sofas, which are lovely if you've got a lot of natural light coming into your space. Otherwise, they can make the room look quite dark and dingy. The other thing that blows my mind is the amount of cream and white sofas on the market in fabric. So that's going to take a lot of scotch guarding. And it's also, uh, I would recommend having them, um, you know, steam cleaned and, and protected professionally at least every sort of six to eight months to keep them in the best shape um, possible. But, you know, uh, people are buying the, the, the lighter sofas. They really are. And they're very, very trendy. Um I think they look beautiful in every space, but I question how I would personally keep them, you know, clean and looking good. Is there a particular colour that seems to be more resistant to some of the marks and stains and spillages showing up? Yeah, I mean, darker darker sofas are always going to look better. Um, if it's, you know, red wine or, you know, Vegemite, you know, it's all going to blend in at the end of the day um, with a little bit of cleaning. You know, the lighter sofas are very unforgiving, but they, they look gorgeous. They really do. Does anyone still have, like, plastic covers on their sofas just to keep them from being <laughs> marked and keep them pristine underneath? 
Yes, my mum certainly does. I think it's a generational thing. Um, and, and, you know, gone are the days where you've got the good room, you know, the, the mm. good lounge room where no one's really allowed to go in there unless it's a special occasion. You're still not allowed to touch anything. I also think that's generational, whereas the second lounge room now is, is always like a games room for the kids or a theatre room um, as opposed to the traditional formal living space that, you know, was really trendy probably 20 years ago. And in terms of spending money on a new couch, is there a sort of budget threshold that you say, oh, if you're spending more than this, you're perhaps spending a bit too much? Look, it really depends on on the investment you want to make and the kind of home you have. Um, you know, you can buy a, a really high quality sofa for something like, you know, twenty five, thirty thousand dollars if you really wanted to. Um, you know, if you've got a, a high end luxury home, then that might work perfectly. Also, if you have a budget, good for you. <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, you know, you can pick up a sofa from, you know, um, a, a leading retailer for around $900 to, you know, $1,200. That's going to be, you know, serve a purpose um, and, you know, get a good five, six years out of it and then and then move it on would probably be my advice. Also, now we're finding that people are, are not keeping their furniture or, or investing in quality furniture as much as they used to. Um, so, you know, when as trends change, they haven't necessarily spent a lot on, on that look and style for their home. So they're quite happily, you know, replace it and, and, and restyle their home actually makes them feel good um and and, you know it's it's becoming a, a hobby for a lot of people well thank you so much for coming on this morning and sharing all of those wonderful tips because i think people really are from spending more time at home looking around and thinking what can we do to brighten the place up or give it a new lease on life so i really appreciate it have some fun have some fun in your space you'll learn to love it thanks for having me (laughs) thank you very much sarah james there who is a real estate stylist with lots of great ideas The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.